What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Roll for Damage, a D&D 5th edition live play podcast following four adventurers around the world of Otoon. I am the DM of these adventures, Austin. And first, I would like to open up the show by thanking our many sponsors. Raise Energy, if you want some uh, energy, uh, you want some pre-workout, post-workout, workout clothes, workout gym bags, workout stuff, they got everything you need. And just if you got to get up for the mor- in the morning, in the afternoon, at night, whenever you're getting up, they got stuff for that too. We got uh, Hit Point Press. They have a bunch of different stuff for playing tabletop RPGs. Any tabletop RPG. Sorry if you hear me trailing away. Any tabletop RPG uh, you want to play, they have stuff for it. Cards for spells and dice and towers and all that. All the stuff. Boards. Stuff like that. Eldritch Foundry. <laughs> yeah. Wow. No, no. I need. I'm just giving them free yes, advertising. I need to up. I'm, I'm. I need to get buy sticky notes. Uh, Eldritch Foundry. They give us. They can produce miniatures for you that are very, very nice. And I I blame my mess up on not having my raise energy ready to go. I blame my go mess get yours up on. At- <laughs> at uh, rollfordamagepodcast.com affiliate link. Uh, I blame my mess up on just being uh, dumb and not preparing uh, yeah, for this same, every time. <laughs> uh, yeah, miniatures, high quality. They don't come broken. They're built to last. So Like that other one that we won't name. Yeah, that we won't name at all. Maybe I'll find a little like uh, sensor bleep out and bleep it out. It'll be funny. Um and last but not least, we have Skull Splitter Dice for all of your dice needs. Everyone likes dice. You may be looking at yourself and you say, I have a set of dice. And I'm here to tell you, we know. Everybody has not a enough. set of dice. That's not enough. You might be thinking now, I think I have a, like way enough dice. No, you still do not have enough dice. Go to Skull Splitter Dice and get more. Yeah. Do you have 10 water barrels full? You don't have 10 water barrels full. It's not enough. Yes. And if you do have 10 water barrels for you should have 11. Go get your 11th at Skull Splitter Dice. Uh, all of these places can, of course, be found at RollForDamagePodcast.com. Go under the affiliates link, and you will get a discount on everywhere we have talked about so far. Um, we also have our socials on there, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Go on to our socials and follow us for updates i had to update a a couple of weeks in a row that we didn't have podcast release but we're back uh if you would have been following our twitter you would have known that uh uh, things went a little awry and we weren't gonna have uploads that week so now that we got that out of the way let's meet our players and we're gonna go around this table that we're all sitting around uh starting with reese i touched his hand yeah, and I had a chip fit. in my mouth. I wasn't even ready, but I'm sitting in the same room, so I knew he was looking at me. So right. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> uh, anyway, I'm Reese. I play Zazul. He's a Wanti sorcerer of an unknown subclass, and he's uh, yeah. he's best friends with Alejandro. Hello, I am Jojo. I play Alejandro. Uh, I could be losing my voice, so bear with me if I'm a little quiet for y'all today. Uh, but 
I'm also here with the little guy that I've met on my journeys when I was away from my best friend, Zezul, but it is Boot. I'm the little guy, Boot. I'm actually the same size as my character in real life. Just thought I should point that out. Well, fun fact. Y'all, y'all guys will never know, right? I'll probably never post a picture. It's too much revealing. Unless we get a million more of those guys, and then they might. What? <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't deal with peer pressure, so probably. Um, he's a warlock. He's small. Likes killing things sometimes. Early, just uh, just elves really. Together with us is Corey. Hi everybody, my name's Corey. I play Ugras. Ugras is big, and he smells bad, and he protects his friends, and cuts other stuff in half. Pretty much, that's him. He loves Zazul, though. Zazul is his favoriteest person. And, uh, he's played by Reese, though. <laughs> so, and, uh, two weeks ago, uh, something happened. Two weeks ago, uh, my we recorded two weeks ago, and my solid state drive that I. Uh, record everything too. That's why I'm trailing off. Because I have to make sure the light is blinking right. Because we lost a full episode of recording because it did not write to the disc, which was a fucking huge bummer. But we'll get into that when we um, do the recap. And last week, if you follow our Twitter, you know I moved to a new house. Uh, I'm all set up now. We are settled in and we need to play some D&D, so I'm ready to go. It's been a couple weeks since we played, and I'm fucking ready to do this shit. And I'm sure uh, everyone of my players have been meticulously planning their next move over the last two weeks. I'm sure they're just... Uh... We actually got together last week and kind of planned out everything at the table. I, yeah, they got they got together at my house, at the, at the table we all meet at, and they just didn't tell me. They broke in sat down, uh, planned it out. Um, anyways. Yeah, it was great. I went to the wrong <laughs> table. I went to the old house table. Uh, yeah, uh, there was nothing in the old house. Jojo was just sitting in the middle of our empty living room. It's okay, <laughs> so, I had a couple candles. I was there. No. He was, he was uh, talking to a Ouija board. Uh, <laughs> asking them what Shit's Alejandro so should do <laughs> in the next moves. Uh, I can love it. So, let's do a recap on a like a full episode. So last, the audience heard us. We were just initiating a skill check challenge to chase the werewolf man out of the barn and into the forest. What happened after that was our heroes gave chase. We did a skill check challenge. I had a little bit different way of doing a skill check challenge. And the werewolf man ended up getting away they failed the challenge so he got he evaded them if you will and they kind of dejectedly returned to the barn that was burning almost smoldering to the ground 
because Ugras had started it on fire. And what? Then they saw the people in the house, the workers of the house, just kind of uh, looking at them. And Jojo, just Alejandro, decided, "Hey, I'm going. I want to go in there." So he did. Oh, they were looking at the fire and just stunned. You're correct. They were watching the fire. They weren't watching you guys. Yep. Yep. Jojo. I remember they hadn't. They took no notice to us. Yep. And Jojo walked past them, noticed that they didn't notice, acknowledge anything. He walked into the house. It was a kind of typical hunting shed, a lot of mounts and fireplaces and bedrooms. And he proceeded upstairs, walked around a little bit. Boot followed him in. And Boot just went to bed and laid down. Uh, Zazul and Ugra stayed outside with their raccoon people, Bob and Tom, and tried to get them to go inside. They, they were a little more apprehensive of going inside. And Alejandro made his way to the attic where he found a bunch of contraptions, a big bookcase full of pink sparkling gems and he also found his mom and she didn't really acknowledge him either was just wandering in the attic of this house and we left off with Zazul and Ugras walking in to the house and I think everyone's just kind of trying to the long rest is what everyone wants to do if I'm not mistaken but we're trying to figure out if it's safe. Yes. I'm already asleep. Yeah, Boot, Boot actually doesn't have to sleep, so uh, being the first one to sleep is kind of not uh, on brand at all for him. Uh, hey, let me have this. <laughs> but uh, He's just... I like it to imagine how Boot's just laying in his bed with eye, his eyes open, and it's like fucking daytime. Yeah, he's just so, fucking laying there. Just staring. It is kind of dark outside at all times in this forest, so it's kind of nightish time. And Ugras and Zazul walk in the house, and you guys see the same thing. You know, there was a chef; he's like cleaning the kitchen to your right. There's a maid cleaning some stuff to your left, and kind of a few servants just kind of hustling, bustling around the house, keeping it clean and tidy and all that. Shit! I got that dead panther on my feet. Or you have a dog? Whatever it was. Just a normal. Was dog. a dog? It is a dog. Or no, I thought you said the no, cat. No, it was a big cat. It was a big cat. And it wasn't breathing. Yeah, Yeah, and no one's breathing. Yeah. So yeah, you guys can... Uh, we'll start with Zazul and uh, Ugras. What do you guys want to do? Did Bob... Did, am I mistaken? Did Bob and Tom give us like a little piece of their poop too? Their little healing poop or whatever it is? You, you currently have one of their poops. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> does that's not a, have poops. That's a word. Put down yeah, Bob's okay. poop. Yep, yep, you do have a Bob poop. Um, <clears throat> we can see the sh the cook in the kitchen, or yeah. we just hear him like walking yeah, around you, in there. You can see him. And you said um, there are people carrying food, like trays with like leftover food and stuff. Sure, there's people. There might be people like oh. that were cleaning off a table, and they have food, and they're like Ooh, taking uh, it to the kitchen. Food. Yeah, like, as they walk past, if you were to just grab whatever's on the plate and eat yep. it, they don't even, like, slow down. Yep, that's what he's doing. And every chance he gets, he's gonna do it. Okay. 
because he's hungry, so once there's no more food, he's gonna go wander by the chef. Uh, yeah, they get it all cleaned up, and the chef is still uh, cleaning all the plates and stuff. He does all the dishes and all that, so you will, if you were to walk in the kitchen, you would see there's, like, it's a pretty, pretty well-stocked kitchen for being, like, a house that people don't live in all the time. Uh, you might guess, like, maybe the servants are always here. But, yeah, there's, like, all kinds of food here. There's tons of different food. Um, Ooh, as we kind of, like, <clears throat> as we're, like, wandering into the kitchen, uh, Zazul, uh, he's gonna whisper over to Grass and I'll be like, uh, Keep on guard. I've got a bad feeling. Uh, between bites, Ugras is... Ugras Can I, like, roll insight, I guess, on, like, the servants and stuff to see... I don't know, like, if it... Would that, like, tell me anything about them, I guess? Um... Or, like, what they're trying to do, I don't know. Oh, yeah, what they're... What's that, Cory? What race are they, did you say? Uh, mostly human. Mostly humans, maybe a couple. Just regular, yep. normal, average people. Yep, just oh normal, Kill just them, dude, normal, normal yeah. dudes. Yeah, I got my weapon. Uh, yeah, you can roll either insight or maybe arcana if you'd like. We'll roll arcana. Wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> these are just normal. This is the most normal guy you've ever seen. This cook. It's just the absolute most normal person ever. I just dead. I like. I say that Ugras. I turn and look at the dumbass stuff for like two seconds, <laughs> and then I turn back to Ugras, and I'm like, "Never mind. Mm, this looks delicious." And I'll just start eating. Ugras got an eleven on Arcana, so just so everyone knows. Okay. Yeah, you start eating like the random food. You know, they got like fruits sitting around and like dried meats kind of hanging on places. You guys would be able to just walk up and grab stuff if you want. Yeah, I'll chow down. I'll chow down with Ugras a little bit. Ugras, you're, wa you're walking around uh, the kitchen eating as well. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Can you two make me wisdom saving throws? Oh no. Oh no. Nineteen. Oof. Not off to a good start today. Wait a second. Wait a second. Do you have your like indomitable or something? Yeah, I got a couple things actually. So I'm gonna do an dominable and then also the brutish. No, what is that? You get a d6 on it. You get to yeah, add well, a d6 to any. It's from your brute. It's from your subclass, yeah, I know that. Want. Brute force? It's no. like. Brutish. brutish durability, there it is. That's the one. So I'm gonna re-roll that and add a D6. Okay. So we'll try again. A four is not gonna cut it. Alright, so a 13 to start. Plus. Four, 17? Yeah, you guys are just eating and... It's all good. It's good food. Tastes delicious. You guys Does can... the chef, like, react to us eating the food? Or he just keeps working? Uh, nope. He's just like keep keeps working. He I'll like turn. Uh, you see, he goes down. There's like a uh, root cellar door. Uh, he like opens the door to it and walks down up and down to the root cellar every few few minutes. 
take stuff down there. In between, like stuff in my face, I'll I'll turn over to him and I'll uh, I'll just say, uh, "This is delicious." Uh, when you talk to him, he stops, looks at you, and then just keeps going. Goes back to work. Nice. nice. How rude. Uh, let's go to, uh, up to Alejandro. You are, uh, in this attic, you have investigated, so you know there's that rack of the pink gems, there's a bunch of different steampunky kind of contraptions, like you see Zazul cast spells through, and they're not the same contraption, but they're kind of of the same vein contraption, so you have those, and then there's a bunch of, like, different parts and gizmos up here, and then there's the, uh, cat... Uh, just overeating from her bowl and drinking water. Did I try talking last time? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think so. Because you, you said that he's seen his mom, and I just feel like Alejandro just kind of like go into a little shell shock, just like, uh, just not really know what how to react. Yeah. Um. And you'd just be like, Madre? Nothing. Oh, fucking, I know it's my withdrawals are happening now. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Uh... He like rubs his eyes, looks, sees it still. Yep. And then, I guess I already rolled investigation on the channel or Anna? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Uh, the gems themselves are definitely... Or, like... I was mainly rolling Arcana for the cat, but I'll do Arcana on the room, too. Okay, they're like, uh, if you get close to them, they kind of make the hair on your neck stand up. Kind of staticky feeling, like when lightning's about to strike. And yeah. if you were to, like, really get up close to the cat, you see that, like, her eyes are, like, they look like she's got cataracts. Like, the milky white eyes. And... Her movement just seems almost like, I don't know, super robotic. Like, obviously Alejandro doesn't know what that means, but like, it would be off in like a real, real weird, unorganic way. It's like really stiff. Really stiff is a good way to, yes. So there is the gems. The contraption type thing that Zezul uses. Well, it's just cat. it's just a bunch of different. Like this attic is full of the like just a bunch of parts and like half finished machines and different shit. Okay. It's not the exact thing that Zezul wears, but it, you would like Alejandro would make that connection. He's like, oh, this stuff looks like the thing that Zazul wears. Like it looks like it uses the same technology type deal. So. I'm pretty sure. No, not pretty sure, but I kind of want to pick one of the contraption things up that looks the most similar to Zazul's. Okay. We'll say, uh, um, let me look at your investigation with last time. A nat 20, maybe? Or an 18? Both of those would be enough for, like,. <clears throat> You could find, like, a 
backpack that's got a couple like glass cathode ray tubes on the back that have like filaments in them and um, it has like a tube that runs down to your hand and kind of like curls around your hand and like locks into place He's constantly side-eyeing his mom. After she gets done eating, she like goes and hops onto like a stool and just curls up and just starts sleeping. Really can't sit Alejandro's just constantly side-eyeing that stuff. He's gonna force himself back out the window that he climbed in and climb back down into the room that he climbed out of. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're back in that bedroom with the nightstand. This isn't the room that Boot's in, so... Uh, make me a stealth check. Or, or are you not? I'll do stealth. It is at disadvantage. Uh, so the lowest that could be is a 17. Yep. Um, you get in, boot, you don't hear it. You get in, no problem. Yeah, I just see boot and it just makes me jump. You, no, it's, like, it's not the same room. You like, in oh. a different bedroom. Boot went to the big bedroom at the end of the hall. Oh, okay. You I just see, went, you told me you went to the first bedroom on the side. So if you like went out into the hallway, you would see like the big bedroom door open and See like a cat, a big cat on the bed, laying down. Uh, yeah, no, I get down here and uh, since I was, pro I could probably see where Zezul and Ugras was from the roof, and they weren't there, so I just kind of assume they're inside. So I'm gonna go find them. Okay. So I'm gonna grab Zezul mainly. Yep. Uh, you guys are down eating, finishing up eating, and. Uh... You guys see Alejandro kind of comes stumbling down the stairs, just kind of wandering. I'm also around. freaking the fuck out. Like, <laughs> whenever I come stumbling downstairs, I mean stumbling. Like, I trip, I do a somersault, I fucking catch myself, I slam into the wall, I fucking fall again onto all four, run a little bit on all four, then stand up. <laughs> like, I am just... Yeah, no. And, uh... Hey, amigo, Zezul, uh, you... Mm. I don't, I just don't know what's going on. There's some stuff in the attic, my mom's up there. I do not know what to think of it. Uh, it is a lot of magic stuff, and then there is... Yeah, like I said, my madre, and I just, uh, I have no clue what's going on. Uh, is that food? I need some food. I start eating some food. Yes, this should make you feel better. I've got a great vibe about this place. <laughs> uh, the side of your eye, you see Ugras uh, drinking from your flask <laughs> while he eats. I close that eye so I don't see. <laughs> Jojo, I grit me, my teeth. Make me a wisdom save as you start eating. 
Uh, yeah, Does reliable talent work for saving throws? Nope, ability checks. Uh, no matter how much you eat, you still feel somehow even more hungry than when you started eating. Mm. Nice. So am I kind of just... Do I have to eat more? Yeah. I guess with my exhaustion, I'd be starving. Yeah, you are just starving. You keep eating, keep eating, keep eating. Uh, roll, yeah. Roll, I get... me, roll me a con save as you keep eating. You guys see Alejandro just starts like shoveling whatever he can get his hands on in this kitchen. Just starts shoveling it into his <laughs> oh, mouth. fuck. Just I didn't anything, think that thing that could kill me was eating. Anything and everything. <laughs> oh, fuck. And I rolled a five with a plus zero. You see, he just vomits. You just vomit, Alejandro, and you're just like, oh my god. But you still feel just so hungry. Uh, you just can't, can't get enough. And you just keep this cycle of, like, eating and vomiting. And you guys see him, like, ten minutes go by. He's vomited, like, three times. Eight, like, everything he can. Uh, and Jojo, you get a, uh, another level of exhaustion. No after good. Ten minutes. Does he like stop, or is he still like? And then like yeah, after a while, he's just like you see, he's just like breathing just so heavily. And Jojo, it slowly like wears off on you, and you like, and then you come back, and you're just like you feel so full, and you're just stuffed to the gills, and you're just so exhausted from eating, and fucking vomiting, and like I... after that, you guys see like uh, one of the maids comes in and starts cleaning up like all of his throw up and all the food that was just getting like raised and the chef was like uh you guys also saw like as he was eating you were just kind of grabbing stuff you know like pre-made like fruit and jerky and stuff like that and the chef started like pulling stuff out and like putting it out for him so that he could have like stuff to eat but he wasn't saying anything. He was just, like, putting stuff on the counter. And Jojo just, like, kept grabbing, like, whatever he could. And the chef just kept kind of, like, he'd run down to the root cellar and grab some more, like, potatoes or whatever. And put them on the counter and Jojo would eat them. And he'd go down there and grab, like, a fish and Jojo would eat it. Yeah, Alejandro gets done and he's just, like, sits back to the chair and he's like, oh. And then from, uh... On top of the table, you can see like his shoulders and his head. He's just skinny Alejandro, and he stands up and he looks like he has a bag of balls, like basketballs or soccer balls, just where his gut is. And then he just tries to flip the table because he's angry, but he can't. So he just turns, knocks over the chair, and waddles out of the room really slowly, and then you guys hear like a couple more thuds, and then he's gone. And he's go he's gonna go try to find, try to find the attic. Uh-huh. This is as we'll just look over to Grass, who probably, if I had to guess, is probably still eating. Yeah. Uh, but he's eating I'm at, just... like, a leisurely pace, like, just like you would see a normal person eat. Yeah, just watching Alejandro, like, quizzically. Oh, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll say to Ugras, I'll be like, Okay, Ugras, that's enough. There'll be more later. We need to check on him. And I'll just, I'll walk out the room. Fine. Ugras kicks back his chair from the table and it, it falls down 
he kind of stomps off like that angry kid. Yeah, Alejandro, these, these two are... Oh, you're going to find Boo? Yep. Uh, Zazul follows you out, and uh, Zazul, you see Alejandro just, like, squeezes like a fat cat out of a little cat door, <laughs> out a window. <laughs> just starts climbing <laughs> up the side of the house. Uh, you could You could stop him or say whatever you'd like. But that's what you see. You like get upstairs and you look in one of the bedrooms and you see him just like trying to squeeze through like that meme of that the cat same window. that's trying to get through that cat door, but it's super fat. Uh, yeah, I guess he'll intervene. He'll be like, uh, "Amigo, wait." <laughs> I, I climb back through and then I sit on the ground like a normal cat <laughs> as you see him just demoralized. <laughs> Uh, Sizzle would come up and, uh, kind of, like, put his hand on his shoulder, and he'll just be like, Let's get some red. It's I been a long day. day. I seen my dead mom today. I don't know how, how long I have to go. I just, oh, I feel so sick. I throw up a little more. It's like a cat throw up, though, like, a little hairball. Yo. Yo. <laughs> Zezel looks absolutely disgusted. Uh, and then he's, uh, oh. I'll, just, I'll try and kind of like usher him, we, like, we need to go upstairs or toward the bedroom somewhere. We need to go to the attic. He, he did, did show you this device that he has before he started eating. So, you know, he's got like this device, Zezel, and it kind of looks like yours. Like I said, it's got like oh, yeah. two big bulbs. Came down with like a small one, and I'm like, found this in the attic. Yeah, and, and then you more. started eating. Still, just be like, uh, as we'll say, we'll say uh, we d we really don't have the time. We need to rest. I just jump into the bed right there. Then I'm like, I'm taking this one, then amigo. I'm not moving much more. And I'm just passing out right there then. Okay. Uh, Zazul, he lays down in bed and just passes out. Curled up in a little, little ball. An actual Zazul ball. will take, take like a double take. He'll turn around and like make sure there's no one like in the hallway or anything looking. As you look in the hallway, Ugras just walks straight past your room. Uh, <laughs> towards where Boot is. And then says, we'll, uh, he'll kind of like tuck him in a little bit. He'll kind of press the blanket under him and everything. And... Ugras, make a perception check. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, one time. So one time. Ugras, <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you, you see Zazul um, tuck Alejandro and give him a little peck on the forehead. It's one of those things where, like, I'm I'm walking by and like my head stops, stops and, and your body, body keeps, keeps going. going. Yeah, <laughs> and my body gets pulled back. Uh, Alejandro, you uh, get done. Zazulov, Zazulov, Ali. Zazulov, like, hop up like he like just got caught and act like he wasn't doing anything. No, no. Uh, he, uh, he, he just, he hit his head. I was just making sure he was okay. 
Zazu Ali Sit Tree KR X three two Z <laughs> and then I'm gonna keep. Run. I'm gonna just walk out and go find Boo. <laughs> Runs out the hall, down the hall, clapping. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, you walk into this end room. There's a giant bed with like a uh, mountain lion-sized cat on it, and then Boo just under a big like bearskin blanket. And Boo can be doing whatever Boo wants to do. He doesn't have to. Sleep. <laughs> just sitting there staring at the ceiling like a weirdo. He's just, just patting the cat. He's just stand, standing up, T-posing on the bed, just staring <laughs> oh, at the door. <laughs> the whole time he's laying there just staring at the ceiling, he just hears woof, 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 and then it's just the laughing of Ugras. All you love, Zazu! I'm just over here. Wishing that I could still fall asleep. What? What boot do? Ugrash, just pretend I'm sleeping. I need this. Oh! Got it! And then Ugras is going to lay down on the floor, very, very still, like a kind of like a log, and very badly pretend to sleep until he actually falls asleep. On boots floor. Okay, Zazul, what are you doing? Um, are there other rooms up here besides the bedrooms, or is it just like a bunch of bedrooms there's up here? Like a, uh, there's like a bathroom, and there's also like a den area right at the top of the stairs. But other than that, the upstairs is completely bedrooms and the den area. That's it. And none of the none of the like workers are up here, really. Uh, no, not really anymore. Um, yeah, I'll just pick a. I'll just pick another bedroom, maybe the one adjacent to. Alejandro, and I'll go in there and lock the door behind me. Okay. Uh, you shut Alejandro's door? Yeah, I'll shut his door. Uh, Ugras, do you shut the door behind you when you go into Boot's room? No. Okay. Boot, you're sleeping with the door open. Nice. Uh, Ale or Ugras sleeping with the door open. Uh, everyone goes to sleep. to go up to the other call with everybody one at a time to tell you what you dream about in this nice cabin. So scary. All right, Jojo Jojo's not quite ready, so Reese come on up here and we'll talk about your dream. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, Reese, you uh, start getting to sleep. And I need you to roll a wisdom saving throw and an intelligence saving throw. I'm gonna set it to GM so they don't see. Oh, that's fine. Uh, you said a wisdom and an intelligence? Yeah, wisdom first. 19 on wisdom and natty 1 on intelligence. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll me 4d100. Okay. 
So, as you fall asleep, you are kind of just recollecting what happened in the day, and you start to dream, and you're dreaming about, like, oh man, what could I have done better to stop that guy from getting away? Or this, that, and the other, and you're like going over that whole thing, and you're dreaming about maybe catching him and what you would do if you caught him. You guys are like interrogating him. And in your dream, you keep seeing, like, as you're running through the forest after him, you see like a big snake, uh, like serpentining through the forest next to you, like five, ten feet next to you. And as you catch up to him, you start interrogating him. The snake uh, wraps him up and just constricts him, and he explodes into a thousand small garter snakes. And they're like in that garter snake ball that you see on like the Discovery yeah. Channel, and they're all just writhing on the ground. And you're like staring at it. You're like, "What the fuck?" And you turn to like talk to your friends, and they are all now like wanty snake people. And they're all like, uh, are you, are you okay, Zazul? Like, Ugras like, are you okay, Zazul? And you can, like, uh, you can, like, interact if you want. Like, I'll I, let you control the dream. Yeah, I guess he'll, uh, he'll kind of, I guess he'll, like, rub his eyes, maybe, and see. And I, I guess I don't know what his, like, state of like knowing that he's in a dream is but kind of like rub his eyes and like pinch himself kind of thing or kind of slap himself a little bit you definitely know you're dreaming but you can't help but thinking like as you're dreaming you're like there's got to be some sort of like symbolism in this right like there's got to be something here because this is a this is a weird dream and then you like start going up to the house and instead of a door you like go to open the door and behind the door is like a giant snake's mouth and you like start walking in and you're just like the the, the curiosity is edging you on more than anything else in this dream state you're like there's there's something here like this is there's this feels like i can figure something out within this dream and you walk into the snake mouth and it's like the house just like you remember it what do you do in the dream? Uh, I'll go up to the attic. Okay. You, like, slowly wind your way up to the attic. Uh, and you find, like, as you're walking up the stairs, you grab the railing. And it everything you're, like, touching with your hands is just, like, turning into living snakes. Like, the railing and all the bars to it just crumble away into, like, big living snakes and smaller ones. And they're all following you up to the attic. And uh, you would see, even though you haven't been there, the attic as I described it to Jojo. Um, I guess he'll look for maybe some of through like some of the what is there like a bunch of the like hex tech devices or whatever you'd want to call them like steampunk devices and stuff. Yeah. And those crystals. Yep, you're looking through it in your dream. Go ahead and make me an investigation check. A dream investigation check. 14. Okay, you're like in your dream, looking through the stuff, and you find 
uh, like, the tech you're finding isn't, like, the stuff that you, you s have seen, like, as a smuggler, and you got, like, your Mizium apparatus, and you, uh, <laughs> that's very good, um, you are finding, like, it's very much, it's more primitive. It's a lot more primitive. As you, like, get into it, it's not really, like, steampunky, but it's more, like, uh, crystals. Like, you you would have, like, gems socketed to power it instead of, like, the light bulb type steel. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, a lot more mystic stuff. And then, as you go to those crystals, you, uh, see one in the middle is just glowing like bright white. But he would try and grab it, I guess. As you like, like, oh cool, like you reach towards it and it, it just starts glowing and as you reach towards it, you fall into it as it like brightens and engulfs you. It's basically like a hallway now and you look back and you're just in this white liminal space and you are just, you are standing on the ground, but everything around you is just bright and light. Um, Do you I mean, try I guess to do anything? Is there like a, is it like a light at the end of the tunnel type situation, or there's just light in every direction? It's just, it, you're in a light room. Um, I guess he'll try and talk. He'll say, uh, Hello. And you uh, hear almost, it, it sounds like an echo, but it's deeper. Hello. It sounds like my own voice, but deeper, basically? Yes, it sounds like it's echoing, but it's a deeper voice. Um. Oh, I'll say, uh, who is this? I am you. You are me. Uh, I'll say, uh, what is this place? Uh, as you say, what is this place? It feels like you're, the floor is not moving, but it, you can like have the sensation that the room starts moving around you. You have the sensation that you're like in a car and it's moving forward and you're flying through this space, but your feet are just on the ground and it's kind of dizzying and you, you like shoot to the space and you see like in distance, a tiny dot appears and it slowly moves towards you and it opens, opens, opens farther and farther and you stop and you realize that you are above something. You are above this jungle area and you look down and you see uh, what equates to a bunch of like barbaric, very primitive Wanty people in like a uh, ruinous stone city and they're just like going about their work. Uh, I'll say, uh, why are you showing me this? I walked away from that life. 
get you get no response. But but you see uh, within the city they have um, like uh, a, you you would know because you you kind of lived that primitive life for a while, and you would know that all the different structures and what they are, you know, like where the market is and stuff like that. And you look over to where the Wanti temple would be and you see this, uh, it almost looks like smoke, but it's white light coming out of the top of the temple. And it's like tethering up to the white, the whiteness that you are in. It's like feeding into this whiteness that you are in. Um, can I like try and like hop down, I guess? Do you try to hop down? Yeah, I'll try and... You hop down and it is like, you're like, I mean, you're up there. You are like hundreds of feet above this town and you hop down and you hit the ground and just this meteoric this meteoric hole beneath you as you hit the ground and the stone just cracks and crumbles and you stand up straight and you see every single wantee in the street drops what they're doing and just immediately drops to their knees and bows down to you Um, and, and that's when you wake up. Wow. And when you wake up, don't say anything to anyone else, but you are level 14. Nice. Am I still in the same room? Uh, we'll get to that. Okay. When everyone wakes up. All right. Okay. Uh, let's go back. Some of the bullshit that went on in that arc was insane. Like, we went to a combat and there was four greater elementals and we were all level four. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh no. Are no, no. Oh no. I just got PTSD. <laughs> Don't do this. Don't do this to me. We we were just talking. Uh, I was just talking about how well Mike could make a character to fit in with our Lepeth group. Oh yeah, he has one. Its name is. Yeah, Boot. I, I know. Literally, <laughs> Boot is the perfect character. Him and Broman would have been best friends. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Reese, go ahead and uh, have a long rest as well. Nice. Uh, who wants to go next, Joe? <laughs> Joe, you want to go? I will give the others a chance with a roll off. Okay, go ahead and roll for it, everybody. See who goes next. I like the new roll screen. What are we gonna roll? Just a d20. Highest roll gets goes next. Oh. Boot roll oh, a, a d1. A one on a d1. Congrats. <laughs> oh Congrats no. On the nap one. I meant to do one d1. Oh. Okay, uh, Ugras, come on. I gotta do. Ugras win. Ha ha ha. Come on up to DM to play Ugras. Alright, Ugras, as you fall asleep, you need to make me a wisdom save and an intelligence save. A wisdom save and an intelligence save. And, yep. And I'm gonna roll this and roll 20 and they're all gonna see it. Uh, yeah, no. Reese rolled them 2 DM, so no one saw it. 
okay. Yeah, I you guess can I change never it do to that. DM if you want. But I, I kind of want you to make it in roll twenty so that they see like the different oh, sure. things you're making, and then they're kind of just what freaking is it out. Now? Wisdom save and intelligence save. Oh jeez. All right. Okay. Uh, oh, wisdom. Sixteen on the wisdom save. Uh, Twenty-one. Twenty-one on the wisdom save is very good. And intelligence. Thirteen with a minus one. Uh. Plus five. Eighteen. Eighteen intelligence. Yeah. Uh, Ugras. You find yourself kind of replaying the days. Uh, actions, you know, the fight at the barn and the skill check challenge and you're kind of like, just kind of remembering it and what you could have done differently and I'm, uh, I'm gonna kind of steer the dream, but I'll, I will, there will be parts where you can, uh, tell me, I'll ask you, like, what do you do and you can, like, control it but there's definitely, okay. like, a general direction it has to go, so um you're, like, replaying the day's events and you get uh, you get him, like you get the guy and you catch him, you succeed on the skill check and you're like holding him there and you guys start questioning him and him, getting all this, all these answers about like all this stuff. But I mean, to Ugras, this is nothing, you know, like all the questioning and stuff. You're just like, I just want to hold this guy's arms and break them if I can, you know? Um, right. and then, uh, they get done questioning him and Zazul just gives you the go-ahead. He says, yeah, just go ahead and kill this guy, Ugras. And you're just so, so happy. You're so happy you get to just crush this guy. And you do. You just crush this guy. You snap both of his arms and he's just helpless as you just bisect him. And, like, no problem. You just dispatch this guy. You know what I'm saying? And then you uh, come, come back to the house. And as you uh, walk, you notice... Now you are walking alone. You walk across the field to the house. You are walking alone to the house, but you uh, you think you know maybe everyone's in the house. That's where they, that's where they last were. I'm gonna go to the house, and you open the door. And as you open the door, you uh, see that it is now an entrance to a cave behind the door, and you walk into the cave. And as you walk through the door, you look forward into the cave and then you turn around to look back out the door and it's just a cave wall and your only way to go is ahead in this cave and you start interesting you start walking and it's dark and it's dingy and you come out on the inside of this cave it opens up to the just this massive massive opening and you see um you would see this orcish city built into a mountain. Uh, you would know that where you're from on the map, I believe you're from uh, Wolf's Peak. What is it called? I think, right? Heaven yeah, Spe- that, you're from Wolf Pine on right. Heaven Spear. Wolf Pine yeah, is the yeah, orc village right. on the mountain. Yeah. And you would know it's like built into the mountain, but it's not like this. Like, this doesn't look like Wolf Pine, but you're kind of getting like a deja vu of Wolf Pine back at home. And uh, there's just this giant city in front of you. What do you What do you do? A giant city in front of me? Yeah, you are on this ledge overlooking this giant orcish city. What would you What would you What would Ugras do? What would he? Let me Let me rephrase that. What would Ugras 
want to do? Uh, find Thazul. In the city? So, you're... No, just, just in general, he'd be wondering where Zazul is. So yeah, maybe he'd just wander around kind of aimlessly looking, hoping to see Zazul okay. on the streets. Okay, yep. Uh, you start walking through the streets, and there's just normal orc people on this in this city. Full orc. And then you see, you see Zazul, and he's walking down the street. And you go up to him, you kind of jog to catch up. And you grab, you put your arm on his shoulder, and he turns around, and it's an orc guy. And you're like, oh, sorry. And you see Zazul again, and it keeps happening. You keep seeing him, but you go up to him, and it, as you get closer, it just, it's just an orc person that you mistakenly thought was him. And you just can't, you can't find him. You can't find Zazul. You're just sprinting around the city, and you can't find Zazul. Um. Well, geez. Is there anyone else that Ugras would recognize then? Um. He's really confused right now. So he's gonna look for some sort of familiarity or. Um. Some way out. Potentially some high ground. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're kind of wandering the city and you're kind of freaking out. You know, you've seen Zazul. You swear that all these people have been Zazul. And uh, as you are walking the city, you notice that less and less people are in the city. And it starts to clear out. And you hear this rumbling coming down the road of the city. And you are on this, like, street to the city. It's probably 15 feet wide. And you see at the other end is uh, Atsana in his wolf form, crawling on all fours. And he is just absolutely massive. He's bigger than before, twice as big as before, 20, 30 feet tall. And he just looks at you and is just drooling. And he just comes sprinting at you and what ensues is like the greatest thrill of combat that Ugras has ever seen and he keeps on saying how he's gonna hurt you know he's gonna kill your friends and you're gonna watch them die and you just it just makes you fight harder and harder and harder and till you know it feels like you guys have been fighting for hours in the streets of this orcish city and finally you strike the killing blow on him and you just feel the, the pure rush of victory and the pure thrill of combat that you have never felt before and you know that you will be able to protect your friends from this guy. Like you are so confident that you'll be able to protect whoever you need to protect. Fugras, uh, he's, he's actually so the way he made it out and made it sense like wait didn't i just kill this guy and 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 now you know we're, we're fighting yep. this guy yep. and so he's oh right everything i kill i i have to to eat and so this time he's gonna make sure to to take a bite and feed some to little ugras too yep and 
uh, as you're doing that, you're like finishing the battle, you're taking a bite, you start eating him. And all these orc people come out of their houses and are just cheering you on, chanting your name. Ooh, gross. Ooh, gross. Ooh, gross. It's just this whole city chanting your name. And that's when you wake up. Oh yeah, feeling refreshed, like and a million dollars. you are leveled up to level 14. Oh baby, I'll take it. Okay. Alright. Back down to group? Yeah, back down to group. Alrighty. It's a good way to count. Well, yeah, I have my sneak dice there too, like to let I've me know. I've been tracking my meteors on there too, on my mouse minute meteors. It's a good little spot to track stuff. All right, Jojo or Mike? Mike left. Okay, Jojo, it okay. is. Let's do it. All right, Jojo, as you fall asleep, I need you to make a wisdom and intelligence saving throw. Wisdom. Ooh, not 20. Okay. Intelligence. Okay, so, uh, you are, you slip into your dream, and you find yourself in this, uh, you're kind of replaying the day's events, going over, you know, the fight at the barn and the, the skill check challenge, and what could have, could have happened, you know, you got, you're thinking about what you could have done different. And, except this time, at the end of the chase, you guys uh, grab Atsana, and you guys are, like, questioning him and all that. You get the information, and you guys have Ugras kill him at the end. And, uh, then you are like, okay, well, now I'll go back to the house now and see see what's, what's up there. And you start walking towards the house. You realize that you are uh, alone walking towards the house. But you're kind of like, you know, whatever. Everyone's inside. That's the last place I saw everybody. They must be inside. Uh, you can definitely tell, like, you're dreaming. So, like, you can kind of uh, lucid dream and kind of do some things if you'd like. But you get to the door of the house. And it's not the same door you originally saw. It looks like the front door to your family's casino. You open the door, and you are, in fact, you're in the casino, and you are uh, just kind of, you know, there. What do you What do you do? You look out and you see this grand casino that your family built, and uh, everything in the casino looks just like it is does every time you walk through the front door. After recalling the day's events and stuff, and I know I'm dreaming and nice little lucid one, I will take a shit in my dream. Yeah, you go take a <laughs> shit in your dream, everyone's watching you, you make eye contact, you know? Yep. You can definitely nods. do that. A um, couple people come into the stalls next to me, we look over, nod. <laughs> yep, and uh, you're kind of like, uh, you know, you're just kind of walking around in your dream and... You can definitely tell, like, there's something here for you. There's something for you to find. There's something for you to have here. And you're walking through this dream, this dream world, you know. And 
you're going up to maybe like a casino, like a slot machine, and you pull the lever, and as soon as you pull the lever, just jackpot immediately. Coins just start dumping out of the slot machine. And you're like, oh, cool, you know, whatever. It's a dream. I don't need these dream coins. And you go to, like, the next slot machine, you pull the lever, jackpot. Same thing happens. And you realize that your luck is just unbelievable in this dream. You you can't lose at this casino. You're, like, going up to women in the club part, and they're, like, you can't, you can't get a girl to say no. You're just the luckiest man alive. And finally, you're up in um, Big Mama's office again. And you walk in, and Big Mama's sitting there. And she's like, oh, hi, Ali. You're back so soon. It's just uh, lucky for me to be back. Yes, we're so lucky to have you back, Ali. I love you so much. And you're kind of, like, compelled to keep, you know, exploring this place. Because it just feels like there's something for you here that you just haven't found. Like, you have this need that hasn't been met. You've been eating. You've been drinking. You've been gambling. But there's still, like, you're like, there's something in this dream. I, I, it took me to this casino for a reason. And you go down to the great old one. And you get down there. And... You open the doors, and you look upon the chamber of the Great Old One, and the Great Old One isn't there. Instead, in his spot where he usually sits, is a giant cat bed, empty cat bed. Do I... You like an urge to just go straight there? I don't know. Do you? There's a big empty cat bed. And Elder's not there. Yep. I'd be interested to like see what's going on there. You uh, know, I've never been up where the Elder sits. Yep. I've always been down below. Yep. So You go up to the cat bed and you kind of look at it. You're investigating it. And it's just like a normal cat bed. It's just gigantic. And you kind of crawl up into it and as soon as you get into it you start to grow and you become 20 feet tall and you lay down in the cat bed and it feels right it feels like this is where you're supposed to be and you see people lining up to come to you for advice to come to you for help and that's when you wake up. And I am now normal size Alejandro as I somehow got rid of my weird cartoon bulges. And you uh, get a long <laughs> rest and you are now level 14 Alejandro. Oh? <laughs> and so yeah, Wait. long rest, level 14. Level 14, okay. I still have... Two levels of exhaustion, then, right? Yes. One goes away. Good. Good. I lost the one I didn't want, which is disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. That's the bad one. That's the one that'll get you killed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other ones you can deal with. Well, sweet. Huh? <laughs> All right, let's, let's head back. All right. Is Mike here? 
Nope. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Let's go up and uh, into this uh, DM to player uh, Discord here. Alright, I'm ready. Okay. You think you're ready. <clears throat> Alright. So, you're sitting there, you hear Ugras fall asleep, okay? And you're like, you know, kind of trying to sleep. Because you want to sleep. You'd like to sleep. You would like the sensation of sleeping. And sleep just, you know, you're laying there and you toss over and you're like looking out the window and you see like the night, the forest outside this window, you know? And you roll over and you kind of like, ah, uh, whatever. And. You roll over, you're tossing and turning, trying to get comfy, and eventually that cat, like, jumps down because you're moving around too much, and as soon as you go to roll over one time, you go from, like, your right side to your left side, and you hit your back, and you see this darkness has engulfed the ceiling of the room. And I need you to make me an intelligence save and a charisma Alright. Okay. Oh, you're, you're able to kind of keep your wits about you, but the, as you're sitting there, you're kind of like frozen not knowing what to do and this black shadow just starts almost dripping down from the ceiling and like you're about what like you're about to do something you're about to jump into action you know like yell for somebody or something like that and it just shoots into your nose and mouth and like this black oozy smoke just shoots into your nose and mouth pins you back against the bed and you see as this skull this human skull apparates from it starts like dripping out of it and it slowly drips down to be you know face to face with you like six inches away from your face and you hear the mouth doesn't move but you hear in your head you hear I haven't got any lies. I haven't got any secrets from you. I have given you immense power, and you have given me nothing. You're not wrong. Do I have a quota? You feel, you feel like the grip is basically like ripping your skull from the inside with that smoke, like through your nasal passage, and you feel him like grip down harder, and he goes, you are in one of the greatest places for secrets. Look around. Do something better, or you will not be around. And like, he's just, just gripping your face. It almost feels like he's gonna rip the 
like the front of your skull off of your head. He's gripping you so hard. And you just, you're just in pain. You're starting to writhe around. He goes, there are secrets here. That many people have died trying to get me. Get those secrets. I will not be disappointed. And he rips the front of your face off. And your, your head just rips in two. And you wake up and you realize you were asleep the whole time. And you wake up in like a cold sweat. Ah, ah, sorry, touched my face. Y your face is, is it still there. Your face is fine. Oh, good. Thank <laughs> God. Uh, you wake up, you shoot up in bed, and you are now level 14. And Wait, 14? Holy shit. Yeah, you are now level 14, and you have a long rest. Okay. Jesus. Alright, let's go back. Alright, everybody, everybody is awake now. So, let's spend the end of this episode leveling everybody up to 14. Oh, you got... Did anyone think they were special? I hope not. No, I came I in not. here and they were like, Joe, you got put up to 17 too, right? And I was like, <laughs> damn, 17, huh? I got put to 19. Uh, also, when you all awaken, you all find in your hand... It looks like a tiny jelly bean. And uh, Ugras's is red. Goop's, yours is purple. Jojo, yours is green. And Reese, yours is pink. So, so we will... Uh, we, the rest of this episode, we'll level up to 14. We'll say if we get anything cool. And then at the start of next episode, we will pick back up when we're all awakening for the day. Mine is purple, right? Oh man, yours was purple. Yes. Sure. I taste mine. Does it taste like pink lemonade? No, you can't taste it yet. We're not there yet. Yeah. Just make a note of it, though, everybody. So yeah, who wants to level up? Roll some hit die first. Let's just go top down. Corey, do you get anything cool for leveling? Uh yeah, uh I actually gain a lot. And also, are you leveling just fighter? Uh, no, no, I'm not. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I have put in quite a bit of work. I just had an epic fight with a giant monster in a burning barn. Um, so I'm taking at least one level of fighter for sure. Um, but something happened. Uh, during that fight, I got bit a couple times. I got scratched a couple times. Um, I even had a crazy dream uh, where I ended up eating a little bit of this guy myself. Um, and with that being said, I, I think uh, the rest of my levels are going to be taken in uh, Blood Hunter Order of the Lycan. Okay. That's very fun. Mr. Werewolf Man will be very fun. It was that or Barbarian. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Roll some. Let's roll some hit die then. Let's see what you get. Uh, How many you get? Two hit die. You you uh, were twelve, right? No, I was actually ten. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I jumped quite a bit. Yeah. Um. So D ten for fighter. Yeah. Ten plus oh, plus con plus two for tough, right? Yes, sir. Alright, plus what's my con? Four plus two, so plus six. So for my level of fighter, 15 I gain health. fifteen hit points. My God, which takes me to one forty-five. Um, for my three levels of Blood Hunter, which are also all D10s. It would be 3D, roll. 3D10 plus 18? Yep. Wow, this is a lot of help. Thirty-nine more health. So a total of forty-four health added onto Ubras. That's literally my full health at level ten. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I got to level eleven, I went up to forty-eight. So <laughs> that's where I sit now is forty-eight. You almost caught me with fucking four levels. I have uh, one hundred and eighty-four maximum health. Um. Little did I know I'd, I'd slowly been doing the blood rites as I ate the things I've killed over. Did you max the first three. level of health into your multi-class? Because the first level is always maxed, isn't it? Oh, I didn't. Well, you did, you so... did roll a 10, though, so it would be the same. That's true. Wait, so you um, took out level 1 blood hunter card? I took out that last two and just had a 10, a 10, and a 9. Oh my god. No, you changed the 9 to a 10, if anything, so it's just plus 1, I feel. Well, isn't that the order that they were rolled? Yeah, I think true. that first 9 was no, your no, he's first right. level. It would, it would be a 10 and 10 and a 9. He's right. That's a good call. That's based. Pretty based. He took 3 So he did get more. He did yeah, get more. I have an extra 8? Yep, add an extra 8. Oh yeah, 192, <laughs> baby. He's gonna Ubra. hit 200 before I hit 50. Literal beast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also... Nope, I miss out on a feat because I'm multi-class. Where, where? Serve, serves me right. We're all so sad for you. <laughs> Did you have any left over now? You probably got like, what, 30 now? Jesus. Who wants to, uh, who wants to go next? I can. Go ahead, Jojo. What do you get? Three levels of rogue. Two levels of rogue? Three levels of rogue, yes. Uh, And I get a couple things. Um, First off, I got a new uh, ability score uh, feature. Yeah. Uh, I just went with ability score. Okay. Plus two charisma. Okay. 
I have one more card I can throw per day that does my sneak attack. Nice. And I have seven uh, D6 as my sneak attack now. So I'm starting to get up there in the little the little chunky of a big roll. Um, I got blind sense at 14, so I am able to hear, or if I'm able to hear, I am aware of the location of any hidden or invisible creature within 10 feet of me. Wow. So now, now my spell card, uh, see invisible, is kind of useless. So I might look to change that yeah. if possible. Yeah, you could change that if you want. And then the other thing I got from my uh, subclass, which is the wild card. I got Twist of Fate at level 13. Uh, I have master or my mastery over the game table honed my speed and cunning action in combat. Uh, after rolling initiative and before the first turn, I can choose to swap places in the initiative order with one creature I can see. If the oh. creature is an ally, the ally must agree to swap into initiative, but it says nothing about the other monster taking my bad initiative roll. That's really cool. Yeah, that's so a, I like that. That's a cool feature. And uh, I think the other thing I have is, oh, I got that at nine, so I've had that. Oh, nice. But it was, uh, I could use guidance at 30 feet. Oh. Um, and... Huge guidance guy. Let's see, is that it? I think that is it. And then uh, I just gotta roll. There's actually a change in mine too. Okay. I can't be a blood hunter. You don't have enough wisdom, do you? Uh, it, it's not wisdom, it's intelligence. Oh Wait. no. Yeah, I do have a high enough wisdom if it was wisdom, but it's intelligent. Uh oh. Actually, I thought it was wisdom. Same. Well, damn. But, um. Barbarian after all. Totem barbarian? Possibly, I'm. I'm gonna. I'll, I'm gonna get back with you. Come get back. Okay. Deli Hondra needs to go barbarian. Got 14 on three levels. Plus your con. I have zero con. <laughs> <laughs> I thought. I thought you were gonna go. Got 14 on three levels again and just repeat it after I said plus your con. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no. If you say roll a con save, I'm fucking terrified. Making a note right now. Uh, no I don't saves. know what to do. I no don't know what to do saves. on con saves. <laughs> Alright. Uh, anything, anything else, Joe? Or do we want to... Are we, are we good? Um, you roll your health? Yeah, you got 14. Yeah, I got, I got 14 oh, yeah. health. I made it to 62. Nice. Seven more. Yep. Seven more, and then I, I can't level up anymore. I'm gonna twink. <laughs> I'm actually, nice. I'm actually nice. dump, dumping my uh, my levels into my other character, um, <laughs> so I have a backup guy ready. All right, uh, Reese, can you get anything cool? What, what level spells you got now, buddy? Uh, I'm, I'll he'll go full sorcerer, um, and yeah, you get sixth and seventh level spell slot. Um. And then, yeah, I get a ASI or a feat. I think I'm going to take a feat. I haven't really looked through them yet, but okay. I'm, I'm going to go for a feat maybe that raise, raises my charisma by one and then also gives me something else, hopefully. And then uh, at 14, I get my subclass 
skill, which is called Angelic Form. You can use, this is actually pretty good. You can use a bonus action to manifest a pair of spectral wings from your back. While the wings are present, you have a flying speed of 30 feet. The wings last until you're incapacitated, die, or you dismiss them. So forever. You can so I can forever permanently wings. fly. Oh my god, that's really good. Well, I'm glad we did what we did in our uh, <laughs> in our little thing. Then because it kind of on this plane. it kind of uh, actually works out in a way. Give me a bow, and I'm gonna solo a Trask. Uh, Warlock level inbound. Uh, Eldritch spear, 300 range. Uh, Eldritch blast. Um, you want to roll, roll some hit die? Yeah, let me roll. I'll, well, I'm getting four levels. I don't know if everyone else was 11, but I was still only 10. So yeah. 11, 12, Jojo 13, and 4. Jojo was 11. You know, I just have to add this right now real quick. I kind of wish Zezul did have a couple levels in Ranger, and he had a pet flying snake. So it would be two flying snakes. Why? So you could make a snake on a plane, Joe? Just no, anything. Just Ooh. flying snakes, dude. They're terrifying. Whoa, Could you imagine if snakes flew? Yeah. Or it should have been plus four, I guess. I thought it would add plus one to each one. I'm but... right there with you, so 23 health for Reese for Zazul. Yeah. Brings him up to a meaty 76. Boy. A big meaty boy. Anything else you got going on, Reese? Um, no, I think that's pretty much all I get. Okay. Short and sweet. Alright, last but not least, Mikey, you got anything? Alright, so... I level up slower than... I don't know, man, snails. I'm, I I have no idea what I'm gonna do. Uh... Actually, with four levels, holy shit. Yeah. Um... We'll take a little break. So, Oh, well, at least Ranger Mike. <laughs> Ranger? I think anything rogue, right? I don't know. Yeah, it feels more roguey to me. More hmm. cleric, more cleric to me. More cleric? <laughs> huge, huge cleric guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boots over there, just like you know. I kind of want an angel on my shoulder with this devil on my yeah, shoulder. Yeah, imagine a cleric warlock multi-class. That'd actually be kind of cool. That would be wild. Um. I, man, could become a paladin. Am I? No, that's uh, you need strength then, charisma for paladin. Oh, uh, strength, no. yes. You gotta hit the gym. I need many gyms. Uh, so most likely I'll at least do three of the levels warlock. Yeah. I did anything? Maybe maybe two in rogue. Whoa, big rogue guy. Fun. But I'm not sure. So I'll at least do three of my hit dice. Rogue best multi-class. Debatable. I think uh, your hit dice are the same for rogue and warlock, so you can just roll all of them. Are they D8s? They're D8s, yep. yeah. Okay. So... One of them's gonna be maxed, though. Yeah, one of them will be an 8. So roll 3D8 plus your con times 3. Whatever your constitution modifier is. Let me open your sheet. It's maxed. 3d8 plus 6. 6. 
Ah, yeah, 3d8 plus 6. Okay, 3d8 plus 6. 25 25. plus another 10, so 35. Oh, fuck. So boot is at 116 maximum health. Holy fuck. Damn. I rolled pretty high on that one. I'm I'm practically a wizard at this point. Funniest thing is, is like, in every single fight, Max is like, yeah, I'm going to be 120 feet away, hiding. Uh, (laughs) Meanwhile, JoJo's just like, if I get hit, I die. (laughs) I jump on his back. (laughs) JoJo's like, I have to, I have to, I have to use my dodge action, because if I get hit, I'm going to die. And then Max is like, you know, I'll just blast from 100 feet away. I don't want to get hit. Oh, don't forget, I hit hide. I went hide. Yeah. Don't forget, I'm hiding. I rolled low, hiding. <laughs> it's just the B where it's just like the casual person just enjoying their game, not having a hard time, and then there's just the sweat that's just going hard, and I'm just the guy that's just like, if I get hit, I die. <laughs> Doing everything I can to stay away from things if they're coming for me. That is so funny. Meanwhile, boots over the like artillery shell just summons. <laughs> I just like to think of you two as that meme where Jojo or Alejandro's Nick Cage and he looks over and then Boots just the guy smiling in the other side of the car. <laughs> when the actual person that could die was shot yeah. into the back line. <laughs> you got this. When, when the lowest health character is frontlining for the second highest health character. Oh, that's very funny. Alright, I think we'll end it there for this week. Uh, uh, Corey, are you going Barbarian? Or maybe we'll catch up with Corey at the beginning of next week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Alright, uh, anything else anyone wants to add? Don't play Leapfrog with a unicorn. That's <laughs> some of the best advice we've given on this show, if I'm being honest. Alright. Alright. Everybody have a good week, and we will pick back up when everyone's waking up next week on Roll for Damage. Goodbye. Mm. Bye.